0: You're listening to this episode of Two Heels and a Face podcast. This is our second episode that we're recording today, Chris and I, still in his place of work. So, Chris, introduce yourself, and then I'm going to introduce a very, very special guest that we have with us today. Right. So, second podcast of the day. We're still Mm -hmm. in the same building, different room. Different room. Uh, Upgrade. We got an upgrade. Um, But you know who I am, compadre Chris. At Compadre Christ on Twitter. I am at Chuck underscore Colorado and
1: our special guest
0: our special guest. It's me. It's <laughs> someone that you may or may not know. Depending on if you've met him at a freelance wrestling show or not, probably.
2: I'd say about uh point zero zero one percent of you know me. I'm sure there's millions of people listen to this, right?
0: Well, um close. Like to close to yeah close, yeah. You know. We got th- we got some followers, um, but his name is Jeremy. Jeremy Zacha. Zaha. Zaha. It's
2: spelled Z-A-U-C-H-A. So no one ever gets it right.
0: Yeah. I have never gotten it right. No. And I went to. So I know you through the Illinois State University. Correct. Fellow Redbird. Um, and then I ran across, came across Jeremy at the same way I met Chris at an A.W. show once um, after college. Yeah, and didn't know you were a wrestling fan. I don't think we. I mean, I wasn't watching while I was in college. I don't know where you. Oh, uh, I
2: well uh, during college I kind of went away from it. Okay, just because it, it's not as accessible, and that was before the network. Right. So like to watch a pay per view, you had to find someone who actually paid for cable, um, <laughs> which was no one in college. Right. Um, and we went to Illinois State. There's no bar showing, um, any wrestling pay per views. So That's I kind of moved away from it but mm-hmm. i mean, i've been watching since i was like i started my first wrestling show was uh spring stampede 94 whoa with nice. rick flair versus ricky steamboat uh, i m- remember almost none of it because i was five
0: yeah um, probably a good match though
2: yeah uh yeah did you... I've, I've watched it since it's, okay it's phenomenal there's mm-hmm. also uh did you watch uh, that live or yeah i was it was at, at united center um mm. did you then, attend to that? No, I didn't go to that. No. <laughs> 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 and then uh kind of went away from it and then probably right when the Attitude Era hit I started watching. Well, I started with WCW. Mm-hmm. Um and then kind of moved into Att- the Attitude Era and just have not fully stopped since. Yeah. I moved away a little bit, but I still right. kept up with it. Right. But then the last few years I got real back into it. Nice. Started going to indie shows again.
0: Yep, and that's where I saw you, yep. so I, I was like, hey, I know that guy. And then we started like talk. You were in a New Day shirt, I remember. Yeah. And uh, we were talking about just like, you know, because we know known it. We'd known it. We've been in different states together. Mm-hmm. Like you and I went yeah. on a uh, alternative spring break. Shout out to Students Today Leaders Forever, STLF. And so we, so we knew each other enough. We were like, hey, I know that guy. And then we started talking at that AEW show. Mm-hmm. And then I've seen you at multiple freelance shows since. And I was like, you know, Jeremy knows his stuff. Got to have him on the pod um and just get some some fresh takes and take them through the buffet line so that's what we're going to go through i'm hungry today (laughs) (laughs) you you came hungry uh but first jeremy i need to ask you a question this is a question that we ask all guests it's very simple oh no um yeah i didn't i didn't tell you about this because it's a surprise uh very simple question though and we just want to know exactly what it is that you love about wrestling
2: um, I love how wrestling can be everything at once. Um, mm. I mean, it's that's a good answer. It's a weekly television show. It's live theater. It's a sport. It's mm-hmm. drama. It's everything. I mean, it can make you cry and laugh on the same show. Um, yep. I prefer a lot more of the comedy stuff, um, <laughs> personally, because I don't like crying. <laughs> um, but I mean, it—it's just everything. I mean, it's—it's it's such an an engaging. Uh, it's like a live theater that actually interacts with the crowd. Um, mm-hmm. a lot of times when you go to live shows, you're supposed to sit there quietly, right? Um, or it's like a, a sporting event where you don't—they don't interact with you at all. Like they're playing their sport. It's they're all focused on that. But wrestling, they actually yeah they they draw you in and they want you involved. Mm-hmm. Um, even when you do the most annoying chance ever and distract from everything it's still part (laughs) of it right um so i mean that's that's why i love wrestling i mean it's everything at the same time
0: Chris, chris did you that's a great answer by the way you've answered that very well chris did you notice any similarities between jeremy's answer and other people that we've had on this podcast who we've asked that question to um
1: i think it all comes back to wrestling being a buffet yeah, well
0: that's true but um that's very yes that's true that's mm-hmm. not the that's not the exact keyword i was looking for that is very true but if i swear to god um if you go back and look at or listen, listen to, to like everyone who we've asked that question probably like three or four people the word everything is used like you said it our friend louis i think Trent, Trent. from aw like they usually start off mm-hmm. with like everything or all of it it's, yeah. it's I, I just find that funny like and we and it tells you we're bringing out some pretty good guests guys who really like wrestling but that's usually like the key word that's used is everything i don't right. know if you noticed that I just um, think that's funny
2: yeah no it's a good observation mm-hmm. it, it's just the correct answer then
0: it is <laughs> it's a correct answer but it's fun, it's it's also funny because we just recorded um, so let's jump right into the salad bar do you need a rundown of what the wrestling buffet is
2: uh sure i mean it can't hurt a quick one
0: do you want to give them, you want to break it down for him chris
1: um sure so, as we stated, in wrestling is a buffet. There's something in there for everybody. Mm-hmm. And just like when you go to the buffet, buffet line, you pick up your salad, your hot plate, and your dessert. So, right. the way we go through um, through the buffet line is our salads, are fresh takes. Uh, Charlie likes to call them quick. Croutons?
0: Is that, is that I've the... I've called on that before, yeah. Quick croutons. <laughs> I just, I'm just a big crouton. Like I, I eat croutons just like like a bag of chips if oh. I could. I do that. Yeah. Okay. Um, mm-hmm.
1: um, and then, so, you know, anything that's going on right now, small topics you want to talk about, things that you want to hit on. And then the hot plate is more meaty, substance
0: uh, topics. Um, like covering full shows, matches, psych, ring psychology.
1: Right. Yeah. And then dessert, which is guilty pleasures. Uh, you know, I outed myself uh, in the first ever Buffet Line saying that when I was a kid, I, my guilty pleasure was that a friend, another friend of mine, and I created uh, Britney Spears and Christina Galera in SmackDown uh, 1 or whatever that PS... Oh, snap. Who <laughs> Just won? Just bring it. Who won? Uh, well, you know, and the technicality, was a tap out, and Britney wins all the time. Ooh. Ooh.
2: <laughs> I like to see that match now. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, you know, guilty pleasures, that's what a dessert is. Yeah. Um and yeah, I think we're we're ready for the buffet line. You That, that was off? a
0: very good that was a very good description of it. So, back to what you were saying about um interacting interact the, the wrestlers wanting to interact with the crowd, right? And like it's a form of entertainment where you can't usually do that. Like you're going to watch if you're going to watch like Hamilton you can't mm-hmm. If you start a if you start a, This is Awesome chant, like, <laughs> that's not appropriate. No, correct.
2: that's an expensive kick out, too. Yes, yes. <laughs>
0: um, so it's funny, though, because when we went, we just recorded an episode about the elaborate entrance of Chad Deity, which is a play, local play here in Chicago. So go listen to that. I won't get into that, but go listen to that if you want to talk about that play. But during that play... It was funny because the rule, like I know the rules of theater or some of the rules of theater. Like my girlfriend Mm -hmm. has taught me because she's a theater geek. Like don't you know? Don't take obviously don't take pictures during. um, Don't tell someone good luck. Tell them to break a leg, etc. Like rules like that. And a rule is like to be respectful and not start like a chant right Uh, during 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 the play. But they were. at at, this play is about wrestling. So they like wanted audience engagement and we we were teetering on the edge of like starting a chant (laughs) during a play about wrestling and if it would be appropriate or not. So that's funny that you said that, like it's wrestling, wrestling. Yes. You're encouraged. Like we were kind of hovering on that borderline of like, we didn't know if we should interact in that way or not. So it's just funny that you said that. So if you go see that play, which you said you might, yeah, yeah. I mean, if maybe. it's about
2: wrestling, I'll probably go see it.
0: Yeah, maybe <laughs> right. test the waters with a. Maybe when it's time, test the waters with a, this is awesome chant and like, when it's time, maybe when they call for a reaction, and you, might, I think you might get away with it. Okay. Yeah, it'll be right. interesting to see. Yep.
1: Yeah. And um. I mean, if it works out, let us know the date. We might join you again. So. Yeah.
0: <laughs> That's true. We gotta bring the we gotta bring the girlfriends this time. Yep. Oh, your fiance, my girlfriend, mm-hmm. etc. Oh. Um, so salad bar. <laughs> that was our first topic. Uh, G one. We can talk about that briefly because, um, and I have some quotes that I'll read. I can read at the end after we talk from our new Japan pro wrestling consultant at Greg Nasty on Twitter. Greg Piatoni, my friend from that I went to high school with, he has a lot of good stuff that I can read off. Um, I just haven't watched a ton of it. And I don't think any of us have. So that's why it's kind of in the salad bar. But um, I guess we can kick it to Jeremy and just, I guess, thoughts, comments on this year's G1 2017.
2: I mean, I feel like this year, again, I haven't seen much, but I feel like this year is um, just notoriety is a way higher level. Like okay. usually yeah. you just kind of, you're just kind of aware, okay, the G1, it's a big, I think it was a 27th this year. So it's been yes. a long, long time tournament you kind of know what it's about but you don't really um follow it as it goes at least i have in the past but i think ever since kenny won it last year and kind of skyrocketed it kind of especially in america kind of put a spotlight on it yeah it, it makes me want to watch it more um the the time shift is the difficult part <laughs> so do you,
1: do you think it was it was kenny who who really took it to a different level was it kenny with the combination of the bullet club like
2: I, I mean, I, I think Kenny has a huge impact on it. I, I just think uh, the expanded notoriety in America. I mean, they had the G1 special in yeah. in Long Beach, and mm-hmm. it sold out in like a half an hour. Did you watch that? I did watch that because that, I was at, in my time zone. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's easier to watch that. Um, and then also I, I bought tickets for the Ring of Honor show.
0: Nice. Coming oh,
2: nice. up in October, yep. that sold out in like two days at the Odeum, which uh-huh. is like a 5,500-seat 5, arena. That's where ECW ran. Um, and the only thing announced for that was Kenny Omega. like, And it sold out. And so you, you can't deny Kenny's Im- impact. But right. I, I mean, I think even the Japanese wrestlers, I think just Shinsuke being in WWE kind of put, and the Bullet Club, but Shinsuke specifically, it made you notice That's the Japanese wrestlers. Mm-hmm. um more and so you have the okada you have the stone pitbull yep. ishii which i do not understand how he is still walking because you watch his matches and you're like i'm in pain like i'm sore this this <laughs> is this, this is rough um
0: do you say ishii or ishii how i say ishii. The... ishii i don't know okay. is
2: it ishii i don't know no
0: i think i think that's the correct pronunciation okay ishii. so we yeah. well, we'll I think Jr. got that wrong a couple times. His, his commentary, his commentary was not that great at the G1 Special, in my opinion. What did yeah. you think?
2: Well, he didn't. Uh, from what I, under, uh, I heard, he just didn't. They didn't give him anything, so like, okay. he doesn't watch New Japan all the time. Mm-hmm. Like the only time he really watches it is probably when he does the Access TV commentary. Right. I think, and he's well prepared to yeah, that, right? So because those are taped, and mm-hmm. um, so yeah, and the the biggest thing is he got the Briscoes mixed up. And they told yeah. him, "Tell the difference is the one who's missing some teeth is I don't even remember if it's I think it's Jay is the one missing some teeth." Okay, mm. um, he and his response was, "Well, are they going to smile at me? <laughs> How am I going to know?" Um, That's funny. So yeah, I mean, I think he did his best. I thought Josh Barnett was a little more disappointing. Um, yeah, he
0: wasn't great either. Well, he didn't do he didn't do Jay or any favors. I feel. no, because
2: no. I it I felt like he was like Jay was trying but. I think at some point, Josh Burnett kind of was like, yeah, we're we're not ready for this. Let's just joke about stuff. Yeah,
0: I know. It um, was like almost oh, too it yeah. was too lighthearted. Like, yeah. JR's, JR's, main, JR's biggest strength is making me care about something that like mm-hmm. I usually don't. But like, you got to be serious to do that. And they were just like joking about like, he made like a barbecue joke. Yeah, it's, it's like, I don't feel like this is a serious thing because they're not serious. Enough. Yeah. Um, it was a good show,
2: though. I mean, yeah.
0: I I I agree with your point. The the first time I watch a New Japan match it's because I heard Shinsuke and AJ Styles their Wrestle Kingdom mm-hmm. was that damn oh, good. Yeah. So then that's when like and then they, they were coming over to WWE. So then that's when I start that's that's what got me into it. And then like I think you hit the nail on the head with Kenny Omega's influence just being like completely off the charts. So and and New Japan as a whole is on the rise. So that only makes sense that their yeah. G1 tournament is um, I didn't watch a ton of it though,
2: <laughs> yeah. I, 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 that's one of the things like as soon as New Japan World is on my Roku, my life's over,
0: yeah. Um, <laughs> We're so, waiting for that, ro- that yeah, because yeah, right.
2: they're on mm-hmm. the Fire Stick, I think it's the only streaming app right. they're on. Because I, I can't watch them, oh, my really? laptop. I think they're only on the Fire Stick, mm-hmm. okay. But as soon as they're on Roku, I'm like, well, I think we
0: talked about this at the freelance show, about probably, did. On the it sounds oh, very man. familiar. Um, but I did watch, so I did watch, uh, Omega versus Okada three. Did you watch that one? I haven't yet. Okay. I know
2: for that one, I know I need to set aside some time to, to not as much time as the second match. Well, yeah, obviously,
0: um, <laughs> uh, that was g- really good. Um, I, in my, I won't give any spoilers, but in my personal opinion, like the 60, the 60 minute, the second match mm-hmm. is still my favorite out of like the three. Really? Um, I really like the, yeah. really the first one. You like the first one? See, maybe I just need to rewatch that again, but the first one feels to me like a two-spot... Like, if it wasn't for those two spots, it wouldn't be as... Those two crazy spots, like the... It wouldn't be as memorable. It wouldn't be as memorable. Like, the table... They did some good stuff with the table, not even breaking it, but, like, the table and then the dragon suplex. But, like, if you take those away... I don't know. Like, I feel like the second one was just a more complete match and didn't rely on, like, two crazy spots.
2: Yeah. That Mm -hmm. was my... That's why I kind of like... I could
0: see that. Yeah. I kind of like the second one more. Um but yeah, so that's that's one you're gonna watch from this year's G1, that's yeah. for sure,
2: and all of Yano's matches.
0: Yeah, so tell me about so tell me about this guy. I don't I haven't watched any of oh, him. Oh, Toriano, okay the the
2: premier comedy wrestler of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, he is, uh, I'll just say the one full match I watched from the the G1.
0: Okay,
2: uh, is uh, Yano versus Omega. Omega. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the entire like first four minutes of the match is Yano trying to give Kenny Omega a copy of his DVD. Cause Yano walks around <laughs> with like his best of DVD. And he is um he like hands him the DVD and Kenny's like, I don't want this. And then he he goes to throw it into the audience. And Yano's like, No, 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 no. That's yours. Yeah. That's for you. <laughs> and Kenny's like, what? And then he goes to do it. he's like, no, 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 that's yours. And then eventually he, I believe, he goes over to Red Shoes, mm-hmm. who to convince him that that is his DVD. Okay. Like, mm-hmm. so eventually <laughs> he goes to Kenny. Kenny's like grabs it and Yano's you know, like, open it. It's, it's yours. Kenny opens it and there's like white powder in it, and then Yano kicks it in his face. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and that's the start of the match. Nice. nice. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just. I just think when you can take a an art form or like professional wrestling mm-hmm. and turn it into a comedy show while also still being in the world of wrestling, like it's still a match. Like you're still trying to yeah. win, you're and still an important to- tournament. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which I, I think a lot of people were shocked that Yano was in the G one. Okay. <laughs> just because it, it is like this huge tournament. Um But I mean that I mean again, uh, that's the only full match I've seen and okay. uh, That I think that shows you. The the draw of, of Yano. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I need to start watching more again once it's on
0: Roku. My my <laughs> say life say is goodbye. over. I had right. No more sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I didn't watch a ton of the- I watched um, basically just the two semifinals, the final and then like I think a couple other matches. Um, like I think I, I wa- or I was in the middle of watching Ishii and Zack Saber Jr. Because their G1 special match, I thought was like the best match that on that whole two day show. Yeah. Um, because of the way that like Ishii was like really selling that arm mm-hmm. submission, like the arm bar. Yeah. You it's look a clash like he's of thriving styles. in pain. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. A clash of Styles. Um, so I haven't watched a ton either, but I have some notes or comments from our New Japan consultant who couldn't be with us here today. Uh, so if you guys don't mind, I'm just going to read those off really quick.
1: Sure. All right.
0: And it'll just give you... So this guy watches a lot of New Japan. His name's Greg. He's a really good guy. And he's been on the pod before. And he's been on the pod before. Um, so I told him to feel free to submit any comments, questions about G1. We can read them, et cetera. He said, everyone should see the finals. Maybe the nasty nine would be those three. So I think he's talking about the two semifinals and the finals, Mm. which I've watched, and they're all awesome, especially the finals, really good. Um, He said Okada versus Elgin, Okada versus Kojima, which I think he really liked. Okada, Evil, Juice Omega, Tanahashi versus Ishii, Tanahashi versus Nagata, and Ibushi and Naito. He said the nasty nine, as he calls them. Interesting. So... If I know that was a lot, I just threw it at everyone. So yeah. if you need to rewind and write those down, uh, go for it. Says it G1 is just one of those things where you have big marquee matches and those largely deliver. You've seen them before and you'll see them again, but there's a reason why they're on the the biggest shows. But at the same time, you have stories like Juice Robinson's Ascension, Evil establishing himself as a major player, Nagata's last G1, Tanahashi showing the fuck up when it counts even though his body is breaking down there's a lot going on and it's tough to decide what's most valuable to the uninitiated or the casual fan there are plenty of mediocre matches and it could be sometimes be a struggle to get through everything that seems to be like
1: that's a, a common struggle i think yeah like
0: there's just too much right um said so he'd like to give a special shout out to nagata for being the dopest old dude Um, I heard Daniel Bryan once call him the best wrestler he's ever shared a ring with. Whoa. And Okada for being the coolest motherfucker in the world in his match against Kojima. Tell people to seek out the Juice Robinson matches if they haven't. It's remarkable what he's done in the past year. Yes. Uh, Bushi is one of my absolute favorite wrestlers and human beings in general, but most of my favorite G1 matches and memories don't even involve him. It's not even that he had a disappointing tournament, it's just that... Aside from some aforementioned marquee matchups, some of the most interesting stuff sprang up somewhat unexpectedly. Rant over. <sighs> oh. well, was that, that was a lot. Really heavy <laughs> the that was a lot. But moral of
1: the story, I, go fucking right. watch it. <laughs> yes. Um, and just kind of a little segue off of that. Mm-hmm. Did you catch the... Um, I don't know. If you, do you listen to the Edge and Christian podcast? No, I don't. They. The Do the you?
0: No,
2: I, I I find clips on like YouTube. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I need to add it to my.
1: So yeah, me, me too. To, so queue. I'll yeah. I'll catch clips here and there, but um, I came across an article. Apparently, Daniel Bryan was on that podcast, and he really went through in detail about how WWE stopped him from well, kind of made quote unquote made him retire. Okay. Um, he really went into detail about all, all the testing that he did with independent doctors with WWE doctors. Okay. Um, and how like he's basically like he's looking for ways to to get back in the ring because basically, uh, moralist like everything that he said is there's n- no one can prove that there's anything wrong with his brain. Um, okay. So, the uh, Daniel Bryan New Japan, I think that'll be that'll be good. I think it's a possibility.
2: Mm-hmm. It, it kind of scares me though because someone with a history of concussions going to New Japan just.
0: Very true, <laughs> but, but I mean, you got a point.
2: he he is an adult, and I mean, <laughs> if a doctor clears him, a doctor clears him. I I've yet to get my medical degree.
0: Oh, okay. Still trying. <laughs> okay. <laughs> still trying
2: to find that online certification.
0: <laughs> um, God, what should I gonna say? It it, I don't know. Like, obviously, I want I want I want him to do what's best for him. Like, if he wants to get back in the ring, I'm not going to deny a man what he loves, but. Did you feel like, I don't know, I feel like with a, because he had such a cool retirement and speech, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, it just kind of, I think it kind of sucks when you have that cool of a retirement speech and then like you go wrestle somewhere, you like wrestle again. Like, but that's, that's wrestling, bro. Who who has given I a know. retirement speech aside of probably Edge? That's why like when people yeah. are like the Undertaker's coming back, I'm like, no, no. Like let, let him just stay just away. Just let it fucking be. Like when a guy retires, just let it be. Like don't bring other things into his legacy. Like, yeah. I don't know.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, but then you have Terry Funk who I think is wrestling next month.
0: <laughs> I, think, <laughs> really? I think so, yeah. Okay. And like
2: some six man tags, but he's I think seventy-three you're right. yeah. years old. Mm-hmm.
0: He's like he's like the movie, he's like Randy the Ram Robinson and the wrestler where he just can't he give is. it up. Some people just can't give it up. I don't blame him. Like I like I said, I don't blame Daniel Bryan, but I kind of wish that. He had this awesome retirement just like 10 years from now when he was really retiring. Yeah, so, you know, like so That's how it felt. But at this point, like after you hear that that piece where he goes into
1: it, um, it makes me feel much more like, I guess, comfortable. Like, oh, dude, like you could totally go do it if you want to. Like it just, I mean, it, because it, of the, the 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 explanation that he gave. And, and I can't, you know, I think it's because they found the, le- it's called a leisure in your brain. Lesion? Lesion. There you go. Yep. Something like that, and basically uh, that could mean anything. Like they, something's there, but it's not necessarily a cut because apparently that's what it's supposed to be, or what you think it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and through all the testing or whatever, like nothing proves that that's what it is. Um, but I, but I'll, I'll I'll put that out there. I'll, I'll tweet out the the link to the the YouTube clip that I saw that, and and you let me know what you think.
0: Okay. Yeah. At Compadre Chris on Twitter or at yeah. Two heels in a face on Twitter. That too. Quick shameless <laughs> plugs. Okay, <laughs> so that was the G one salad. So we're past the salad bar. We're f- we're, we're going we've had to a lot of late. salad. Yeah, we had de- We had iceberg mm. lettuce. We had spinach. We had a lot of. De- what do you like in your salad, Jeremy? Well, I'm uh,
2: currently on a diet, trying to get into beach weather for or beach shape for next year.
0: Nice. Um, <laughs> Never too soon to start. <laughs> so, I,
2: so I have calorie free dressing on my. Okay. Uh, Spinach salad with cucumber. Nice. Cakes yeah. are good. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah. It's delicious. There's no sarcasm in my voice right now. No. It's, it's the best food ever. He's very no. serious. <laughs>
0: no croutons on his no salad. Croutons. I haven't had
2: croutons in three months.
0: Yeah. All right. It's his commitment right there. Okay. The main course, or as Chris likes to call it, the hot plate. Chris is, I wrote on a, I wrote on a whiteboard behind Chris. As I was writing it, I was like, this is not a great position for where Chris sits to kind of, he's got to turn around to look at it. But
1: it's fine.
0: The first thing we, what do you guys want to talk about? Okay, let's go in order. Let's go in a uh, timeline time order here. Right. Start freelance Wrestling, mm-hmm. August 18th, Blood Feud. The main attraction was the rematch GPA versus Stevie Fierce for the Freelance Belt. What do you, whatever you want to call it, Freelance championship title i think it's but
2: a world championship now world right? championship oh yeah
0: because yeah. it's been around it's been yeah. in different countries right it's been in
2: canada
1: canada right
0: which nice so you can it's officially call it soon yeah. to
1: be i'm assuming in mexico right because they have that partnership with that
0: oh yeah one company which i can't remember right now i can't remember it either i think actually i think i think freelance i think Nick's matt nix and stevie are in the uk right now based oh, really? on tweets oh. i've seen so i don't know if freelance belt is being defended there but yes you're right it was defended in canada So, I think we can we can just go through some main points. We don't have to break down the whole card, but I think it's interesting that like Jeremy usually Jeremy is up to date with kind of like freelance and the storylines. And Mm -hmm. but he was you weren't there for the show, correct? I wasn't. I was out of town, unfortunately. Oh, so uh, let me just bring it up, and we can kind of. I think it'll be interesting. Like maybe I'll we'll name a match, right? And then Jeremy, like you, give me like. What you th- how you thought it was going to be, or maybe like your prediction on who you think would have won? Oh no. How, no! Does that sound fun? This is something I just made up off the top of my head. <laughs> All right, so let me go. Let me go to the actual card right now. You guys can fill time for a second if you want. All
1: right. Um. So freelance. What was your freelance show, or what got you to go to freelance?
0: Uh, the first time I went
2: to freelance was a little over a year ago. Um, I had uh just. Uh, moved back because I Mm. lived in central Illinois for a long time. Okay. Normal, right? Normal. Yeah. Um, Normal normal Illinois. Far from normal though. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so I just moved back and I just kind of did a Google search because I knew AAW because I used to go to AAW shows back in like 2006. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like when, when it was just the Berwyn, the Berwyn Eagles club. Mm -hmm. Oh man, it was great. Um, I was there when Jimmy Jacobs threw the IWA mid South title in the trash. Oh wow! Which started the great AAW iwa Mid South feud, which AAW definitely won because IW Mid South is stuck in like Southern Indiana doing oh. death matches. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so I just I feel like I was posted on Facebook like what What are the the Chicago shows? And someone said freelance, and I went, and it was. Uh, it's first time I saw Jeff Cobb. This is oh, it, this okay. is at the. The Bottom Lounge, I believe. Bottom Lounge, yeah. Yeah. Jeff Cobb yeah, was yeah. there. First time I saw him wrestle, he was amazing. Um, but yeah, and that was my first one. And then I kind of I didn't go to one for uh, a few months, and then I started going. I, when they went to Logan, I started going. I think I've been to last three. Okay. Um, it's it a, a more convenient location for you? Is uh, it- yes, and I think I just made a commitment to go to more wrestling shows. Oh, nice, um, nice. And then also have a friend who keeps saying that he's gonna go, but then he always backs out the last second. <laughs> um, what a flakester! Yeah. Mm. Does he go out a tunnel
0: app? No. I'm just saying. No. You know, Charlie <laughs> tends to. Chris go out is of- <laughs> looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, that's Chris goes to every single show every time, which is yeah. awesome. Yeah. But some people oh. can't do that. I don't know. All right. I, mean. I guess credit to you credit to your <laughs> uh, your your awesome scheduling. Do, is, do you get the punch card
1: uh, yeah oh nice yeah. golden punch card yeah. <laughs> tenth,
0: tenth one free okay I have the card up so I'm gonna read this out to you so there was a, have you looked at this card at all Jeremy uh,
2: I looked at it a little bit before the show but I uh since I wasn't gonna go I didn't focus too much on it okay mm-hmm. there was a
0: six man scramble Airwolf Alex Olsen, Jake Parnell KLD which is Keith Lee, David, Kevin Lee Davidson is his name, Cody Rice, and Sheet Khan <laughs> Um But Alex Olsen got jumped in the on the way to the ring by Team Beta. Oh. Yeah, and then Knicks came out, and then Knicks got beat up. <laughs> Matt Nick's got beat up. So the sixth, take a guess, the sixth entrance, because Alex Olsen could not compete anymore, guess who it was? Uh... Think of, think of, uh, think of a freelance favorite. The soul it has to do. He has to do with like the the eclipse in a way. The eclipse. He has to do with outer space. Space
2: monkey. Yes, he's back. <laughs> he's yeah, back. He's oh back. wow. He's, he's been gone for a little bit. Yeah. I think so. Yeah.
0: Oh wow. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so he comes out to a huge pop. Uh, the six man scramble match was really good. Cody Rice. Cody Rice did um, did a spot where he runs a. He runs back and forth across the ropes until he gets tired. Uh, I think he he did that when he wrestled um when he wrestled recently in the Minnesota Mafia with Corbin. Yes, and but then he got strength again and then actually did a suicide dive on a bunch of people. Oh wow, yeah.
2: Cody um, Rice is one of my favorites right now.
0: Co- uh, comedian guy, right? Yeah, he mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. But
2: also, like, he can still go. Like, mm-hmm.
0: I I cannot imagine someone his size doing a suicide dive. He did it. We yeah. got vid- we got video footage. Yeah, we posted a bunch of, I still have some more, but I posted a bunch of videos at our Twitter at Two Heels in a Face. Did you know that Cody Rice recently wrestled for GCW Milwaukee Game Changer Wrestling? And he he was in a death match and he was bleeding. It was like totally not Cody Rice match, but Mm -hmm. he was in it doing some hardcore shit. Is he okay? I'm sure he's fine. But I saw on Wrestling with Unicorns Snapchat. Yeah. Shout out to Wrestling with Unicorns. And I thought that was really, like really different because he is a comedy wrestler. Yeah. So. Uh, but yeah, who ended up winning this? I don't even remember. You know, this is like the first the first time I didn't take notes. I think Jake Parnell won this match. I want to yeah,
1: say you could be right. I could Dude, be right. That I was so messed up.
0: Chris was drunk. During <laughs> the show,
2: the first match? <laughs> no. Well, okay. So Chris was pre gaming. <laughs> hard. No, <laughs> so beers aren't that expensive there either. It's not bad.
1: But no, no, no. It was like I got there early, and um, oh. I usually go to a little bar that's right around the corner. Um, it's actually a mezcaleria, which is, you know, I guess tequila's favorite brother. <laughs> you know look at <laughs> it that way. Um, and you know, I, I drank a couple beers. I was just making time and the bartender just ended up, you know, handing over some drinks to the the people that were there. And she's like, Oh, you want to try this one? And I'm like, which one is it? She told me, I'm like, sure. I tried it. That's what did it, bro. Like I mixed the beers and the, and the heavy, heavy liquor. And, uh, it took me a while to, to snap out of it, yeah.
0: I was late, so like he had the pregame by himself, and <laughs> oh no, he apparently. I mean, he you had can't no one deny,
1: you know, a nice drink from the nice bartender. So. Yeah,
2: free is free.
0: You know, we should probably. I'm I'm, I'm pretty sure Jake Parnell won, uh, but we should. We're we're we should we're going to be posting um, or helping freelance out with the results page. We got to get the results page yeah. up for them. Um, so, if I'm incorrect, someone please comment and tell us. I'm pretty sure Jake Parnell won, though. Moving on. Four-way freelance tag team championship match. This ended up being elimination, mm-hmm. which I didn't know, but ended up being elimination match. Um, superiority Complex versus Team Beta versus Zero Gravity versus Baker and Kobe Durst. So um, what do you think, just based off that impression, what do you think happened during this match, or what do you think? What are your uh, thoughts?
2: Well, I mean, there's a lot of high flyers in there, so there's probably some big spots. Um, I don't know. Something, there's something unique about Team Beta that I love to hate.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, Good point. Yeah.
2: And especially, I who, what are the names of the members of Team Beta I can
0: never remember? Uh, Craig Mitchell. Okay. And he's
2: the one that did the death match.
0: Yes. Versus Tremont. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then Kenny Sutra, I think. Is it? Kenny Sutra. Kenny he's Sutra. He's the
2: one, he's he's not a big man. but No, no, no. But no. I think that's what makes him... So, like,
0: stand out so much. I yeah. think he almost looks like when he wrestles. He almost looks like he wrestled in like high school. Like, yeah, he's, you know, he's kind of mm-hmm. got that like ability to like shoot on you, kind of yeah stature and it's, it's like, like, like a, kind of yeah. Guy. What is
2: it, an evolve like team catch point? Is that what it is? I think. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I think, I think so. he'd fit mm-hmm. in really well there. If, if okay, mean, if he
0: mm-hmm. wants some mm-hmm. career advice from from <laughs> me, from a professional, yeah. Oh. Professional podcaster now.
2: Yeah. Well, I'm getting paid for
0: this? Uh, We'll talk about that. um, Okay, good. (laughs) Paying a glass of water or something (laughs) of that nature. Um, But, yeah, so it ended up being elimination. So the N-Words got involved. Oh, okay. Yeah. They have a a rivalry with Superior to Complex. Uh, The music played. No one came out. Uh, Superior to Complex Got pins. They were the first team eliminated, so new champs right away. Wow! Mm-hmm. And, wow. Spo- and and I should have said a spoiler alert. This is spoilers for, uh, you know, for people who are going to listen to this podcast. J- just a few, just, just a few spoilers, just a few spoilers. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah. Uh, so should we say the result? I guess we're saying the finish to the matches, right? I mean,
1: you started this match. We got to finish. All okay, right?
0: we got to start this one. Uh, so then I believe after that, Brew and Durst went out. Mm-hmm. Um. Zero gravity, then versus, so it's like two uh, pretty good baby faces
2: mm-hmm.
0: versus, uh, like you said, yeah. guys who just draw a lot of heat. Yeah,
2: except for those, there's like four people that sit in the front row that love Team Beta. And they yeah. wear those shirts. Yeah.
0: Right? <laughs> 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 uh, it's, it's funny, like I said about the, like Kenny, it's almost, what's their slogan? Like train to dominate or something like that. Something. Like, yeah. It's almost like, that's why I kind of like, that's why Mitchell and Sutra kind of fit in because it looks like guys who just like kind of maybe like spend a lot of time in the gym, just like actually wrestling each other, like yeah. like amateur wrestling. And I think that's kind of why it fits in. And they're just sort of dicks, like like you said. Um, they ended up beating Zero Gravity, so they're the new champs. They're the new champs. Wow! And, and I'm confident this is going to lead to a four star heroes versus Team Beta cha- yes. tag team championship match. So. It's going to be Castro and Nix versus um, Team Beta, I'm sure, and maybe at the next, not the next show, but the show after. Mm-hmm. Which it, it's a good, it's a credit to freelance for doing a lot of long term storytelling here. Yeah, yep, for sure. And then like they'll probably be like a, maybe like a no DQ tag match between Superiority Complex and N words because that still has to like kind of blow mm-hmm. over. That hasn't blown off yet. So uh, yeah, that's what happened during that match, and I enjoyed it um i have no complaints about the match i think the booking like made a ton of sense yeah um and it's cool it's like someone tweeted out that freelance shows are different than AEW shows and they're not better nor worse they're just different right like this is an example like freelance shows i feel like they bring a bunch of different things to the table Yeah. yeah and um they book for like the future whereas AEW. Kind of books for just like the present or that show, and there's no yeah. kind of reason why some of these guys are kind of wrestling each other, but the talent is better. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense,
2: yeah, I, yeah, mm-hmm. I think there's better storytelling in freelance, right? And
1: AEW, which, which I think is it's super important for them to draw you to come back to the next show, in yeah. the sense of like we're not, you know, we we don't have Callahan or Pentagon or whoever, but you know these are local wrestlers that you're gonna see time and time again. Why not? You know, have them on a storyline that's gonna drag you to go see them again mm-hmm. on the following show,
2: yeah. But they, they still bring in like they brought in Leo Rush, yeah, that's true, right? Bring, they bring in uh, all ego Ethan Page a bunch, yep. Like these are these are names in the wrestling mm-hmm. industry, yep. so like right. they still get they still get you there.
0: Uh, let's moving on to that. So Ethan Page wrestled Rob Madder. Do see, you know Rob Madder is? I
2: don't know much about Rob Matter. Uh, I don't know either.
0: I just know he's really small, he's is he? A death Machine. And his nickname is the Death. <laughs> <laughs> his nickname is the Death Machine. No joke. So it'd be cool to see Rob Madder versus Sam and Death Machine versus Death Machine. Ooh. Oh. But he's very small, and this was your. This had a lot of comedy in it.
2: Okay, I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll go Ethan Pages.
0: His match with
2: Grado a few yeah shows ago, hysterical. The Doritos spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh my god! I I laughed, and then I was like, Oh no, that probably actually hurts. <laughs> <laughs> not not now, but later. Wait, well, he's sitting in the back and has the Doritos in his singlet. Uh-huh. Can't get them out. Uh, oh, it, that's a whole nother pain. Uh-huh. Cheese irritation. Oh, yeah. He's <laughs> it's probably, it's probably allergic to sodium.
1: Well, it all depends what kind of Doritos they were, right? Because they it's have all true. types of flavors now.
0: It's true. So I, I, yeah, that'd be a good question. Were they like flaming hots or were they regular? <laughs> right. kinda, kinda, Imagine if they
2: got in his eyes. Oh. He'd be blind. Worse than
0: the eclipse. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the whole match was basically like they did a test, of, like they did a test of strength to start the match, right? So I, I really, I, Ethan Page, I think is extremely talented, and like he, I think he should, if he wants, he should make it to NXT one day because he's got the size. The man's large, but it's not like he's overweight. He's like he's just a larger individual. Yeah, um, yeah absolutely. And. I think we can I think we're going to I think we're going to leave some of these matches um kind of unfinished like you don't know who wins but this one I'm going to tell the f- the finish so ended up being like a there was like a lot of back and forth with the test of strength and Ethan Page like not calling him a real wrestler cuz it's basically like you're a small guy I'm going to pick on you kind of spots and stuff really good Ethan Page actually went for a cover after like a swinging rock bottom type of move and it's like the thing that Bray Wyatt does, that kind of looks like a rock bottom, but it's uh, okay. Something like that. Mm-hmm. And Rob Matter that like he went for a cover on Rob Matter with his back kind of towards Rob Matter's chest, and Rob Matter did like a crucifix pin roll-up for the one, two, three. Wow. Yes. And then he leaves, like, I got a good video of it on my phone. Like he leaves. He's like walking back to the entrance and he gives Ethan Page like the L with <laughs> his hand. <laughs> So it was really, really good. Like, it went from comedy to, like, you're kind of feeling bad for Rob him yeah. winning. Um, yeah. So I'd recommend that one. It is definitely part of, like, the whole, like, variety. Like, every freelance show has so many different unique things in it, right? Like, serious to non-serious, back to serious, et cetera. Absolutely. Um, three really quick matches, I guess we can say, and we won't give away the endings. And I'll I'll get your opinion on them. Um, so let's do this a little bit rapid fire yep. and then anything else you want to before I get into these that you want to say? No, go for it. Okay. Eric Cannon versus Shug D.
2: That was by a great match. There's probably some comedy spots in there too. There was a,
0: that actually had a lot of comedy yeah. too.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh man. Eric Cannon has been hitting it, his stride recently. He's at the point now where he knows he's probably not going to make it big. Right. So he's the most comfortable okay. he's ever been. Mm-hmm. And I think that might make him make it big. Like, just by, by accident, he'll just show up in NXT. Um, he might have to lose his Pabstool mm-hmm. sponsorship, which I, he might turn
0: down WWE just to keep that sponsorship. <laughs> um, I, l- I love that like, that's his trademark, because every time I see that beer now, I think of him. Yeah. It's so top of mind for me. Um, Darren Corbin versus the ace, Isaiah Velasquez. That's probably a great match. This, had, this was your, just like a lot of Isaiah's match are, like this is your wrestling, wrestling match. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and at one point, Chris over here, Mr. Too, too Hard on the pregame, was dozing <laughs> off during this match. Oh, no. It, I swear to God. It started off really slow because Corbin likes to uh, play to the crowd a lot. Yeah. And when it started off it just started off really slow, I look over, and Chris's eyes were closed. I, I had to slap him on the shoulder. And then he went and grabbed a Red Bull from the bar. <laughs> That was, <laughs> that trended around 100%. Yeah. It, it did. Um, so I won't give away the ending of that too because, you know, buy the buy the DVD or MP4 support freelance wrestling if you couldn't make it. Um, and then Stevie Fierce versus GPA. I'll tell you that it. False con anywhere. False con anywhere. I'll tell you that oh, it involved no. the table. Um, and it was like serious. Like these guys wanted this to F each other up. It involved a mirror, of course. Of course. Um, but yeah. Um, I. Love Stevie Fierce, yeah, but I won't give away the ending about what happened, so you have to find out for yourself.
2: He, he's one that, like, he's definitely supposed to be the heel, but, like, the freelance clou- crowd loves Stevie Fierce. Yeah, it was yes. definitely a
1: split crowd. Like, yeah. there were your GPAs and chants, and then there were your uh, Stevie, Stevie, motherfucking Stevie chants.
0: <laughs> 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 that was good. Um, yeah, I think that was it on the card, right? It wasn't, like, a ton of matches. They had... it was They were supposed to have a... Uh, a eye candy elliot versus pat monix but that got in that was a no contest got interrupted by more of superiority complex chasing the n-words around oh, the ring. Wow. like yeah they were like actually one of the guys because i think one of the guys is hurt um so yeah and that, that they like they ran out of the ring like beat up both monix and elliot and then like it was declared no contest um but yeah that was your um, it was a fantastic show didn't draw as well as Freelance vs. CZW. That's expected because CZW is a big brand or a bigger brand on the indies. But a lot of the same faces that we saw there. And I, once again, like it's a freelance wrestling show. We're kind of expecting what... I'm expecting what I'm going to get, and I'm liking it every single time. You're going to get long-term storytelling, like you said. You're going to get variety in matches, some comedy, and then like at the end, it's going to get real serious, like it was with Fierce and GPA. And I enjoyed myself, so... Go check that out if you want to know what, what happened with those other matches that we that we named.
1: Absolutely.
2: hmm Chris, what's
0: um, next?
1: So next we have NXT Takeover. Did you watch it live?
2: I didn't watch it live. I was driving back from Indianapolis. But okay. I watched okay. it Sunday morning. Oh, nice. And it was I mean, I watched a lot of wrestling Sunday. Some later, but tell us tell us your thoughts. Did you take it away from I here? I liked it. Um I thought, I mean, the big story. I mean, are we doing
0: spoilers
1: for NXT Takeover? I think we. Could. I, think, yeah, I think the
0: only reason point, why the only reason why we held off on is because like we want people we to, want people to support indie wrestling, yeah. And not give away a whole show, so but yeah, Takeover like spoil away. Yeah, you know. well,
2: I I feel like this NXT Takeover was the end of the Bobby Roode era and the beginning of the Adam Cole era.
0: Mm. I know,
2: I know that Drew McIntyre won the title. But that I feel is definitely overshadowed. But that's the not that, yeah. That's not that like the story
0: exactly. That's not the story yeah. coming out of
2: you, it.
1: You don't remember. You don't think of NXT Takeover Brooklyn three, and when you think of it, you don't think of uh, McIntyre being the champion. You think of this is when Adam Cole yeah. made his debut, right?
2: Yep. That man, Adam Cole, baby. <laughs> <laughs> he and it. It, it was. Uh, I think everyone kind of expected it. Yeah. But I don't know if everyone expected him to debut. And go right for the title, like, right? I don't know if people like because there's the the Alistair Black kind of debut mm-hmm. where you kind of build your way up. Um, He's so good. Alistair, that match was great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a bad match there on wasn't it. Wasn't a bad match. No, I, was just say that. I mean, but that's NXT Takeover. It's, I was like, gonna say, It's an NXT. They'd takeover. have like mm-hmm. five a year, so they can kind of build to it and and really make sure that the five matches they put on every time are the best matches,
0: right? Every match – there wasn't, like, a lull on that show. I Every don't. match was, like, either e- even par or, like, built on top of the next one. They were, like, all, like, nines. Like, these mm-hmm, – ma- if you're, like, like, one to ten scale, like, eight and a half nines, they were all really good.
2: And I think this show is really where uh, Andrade Cien Almas, and Hideo Itami kind of, like, shake off the dust. Because I think uh, Cien Almas, like, he debuted – there like, high expectations. He just kind of struggled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, But I think after this one, he's really f- – like grown into his heel character, um, and like his match with Gargano was a great way to start that show. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it helps that you're facing Johnny Wrestling, who is the next wave of Daniel Bryan. Like, oh,
1: I like that. He is
2: he is going to make a big splash. Um, just because they they can't deny it. Like mm-hmm. he's
0: excellent, and the fans actually love him. Yeah, so. I, I like the simple I like the simple finish of that match, um, yeah. And it was the, new though, like, yeah. Like a new way to distract is throwing in a, a wrestling T-shirt that mm-hmm. reminds you of the whole
1: time. I was I was expecting them to say like, "Oh, it's a DIY T-shirt," because you you see it's a DIY T-shirt, but the announcers took so long to even acknowledge that Did they dropped the ball on that.
2: Yeah, I, I didn't notice so. it right away. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. So I think I read a, a summary of it. it was like. Oh wow, that's that's deep. Mm-hmm. That's a that's mm-hmm. a good idea. That's I wish they would have pointed that out. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't understand why Percy Watson is there. Do you understand why Percy Watson is there? And then like they're bringing in like a fourth guy. They brought in like Graves for one match and Jr. for one match, which is great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just don't understand why. I don't understand why you need three people. ever, right. Uh. Yeah. In my opinion, but that's just me. That's just like I don't, and he doesn't really say much. Percy Watson, he'll just like throw in stuff that like an Otunga would do, where it's just like real general things. Exactly. Yeah. I mean. But oh, that hurt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: but I mean, that's what that's where WWE is going. Like every they want every they want uniformity in presentation, not necessarily uniformity in like in ring styles, but I think they want the WWE brand mm-hmm. to be known. So they throw in a three man booth if they have a three man booth
1: on right, SmackDown Raw for the, for the women's tournament. They're doing Lita. And JR though, that's only two. But then they ha- also have uh Medusa They're doing right? medu- wait, wait,
0: Lita with
2: J R. Yeah. yeah, that that was announced. Like, that's, I that's think, gonna be really weird and interesting. Yeah. I think Medusa's like uh
1: oh, she's like a backstage yeah. interview, kind of get your reactions. Like an
2: analyst type thing. Mm-hmm. Who is? Sorry. Medusa. Uh, oh okay Alundra, Alundra Bruce. Oh, okay, okay. Tech mm-hmm. it's WB branded. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But,
0: um so some other things that I really liked. Um, or kind of uh, the Ember Moon Asuka match I was ready for Ember Moon to take that title man bro she hit she hit 110% of that eclipse yes. thing off of the fucking rope like that and that's why I, ah, man like it kind of bothered me I wish they would have protected that finish a little bit her finisher because it kind of bothered me that Asuka just like cleanly kicked out of that mm-hmm. but that match was that match was really good like and Asuka is such a force even though even though I was ready for like Ember Moon to take it off of her, um, I don't know. Like I really, f- I really just like the way they did that. Even I, it, it just bothered me like that she Oscar like cleanly kicked out of like a finisher that was hit so cleanly. Mm-hmm. It was like okay, like she's knocked out and then she kicked out of it. But I don't know. What I you don't guys know think um, about that. I mean, I, I
1: like the match. I mm-hmm. mean, the match was great. Amber was great. Asuka was Asuka. Um so can't complain about that outcomes and long long term thinking like I don't know if I don't know who takes it away from Oscar at this point right that's yeah. why everybody like is saying like oh we'll have Oscar just move up and and just you know leave the title behind Yeah I would like Mercedes to win the tournament then go after Oscar You're high on Mercedes huh Yes Is she high. is she
2: officially signed
1: Uh I don't know if she's officially signed but she's part of the tournament I yeah. don't know if you know, I haven't read any spoilers or anything, so you know, because I, I see that as Mercedes like last run. Like I don't think Mercedes is making to the, you know, main roster of WWE. How like, come? Uh she's up there in age.
0: Okay.
1: Um, and that's my only thing. Like, yeah, if if they give her a good run in NXT, I think that would be cool. Okay. And and she could she looks like somebody that could go
0: and and really, you know, send off Asuka. Mm. So that's, she does have a mean look, mm-hmm. like a badass look. I think Asuka's like shoot hurt though. I heard that. Yeah, oh, really? yeah. I, th- I think sh- the shoot injury.
2: It looked like the injury happened on the eclipse. So the eclipse? at the very least, it might not have beat her, but it took her out. Mm-hmm. So
0: the, so, <laughs> so do they so do they drop they have a dropper? Do they, does she, does she drop her. They she dropped the title. I don't, I don't know. Like forfeit it. Oh, I, I don't know. Uh. I guess that'd be kind of cool because then it's just like she comes back and she never technically lost, so then like mm-hmm. she's chasing it, yeah. still with the streak,
2: or intact. or that's how they move her up, right? They move yeah. her up without ever losing the title. She's still undefeated.
0: Then she, yeah, then she comes to the main roster and she still hasn't lost. Yeah, oh. I don't know, that'd but I don't know, badass. I don't
2: know if they're ready for. Her.
0: What do you think about Sanity? Oh, Sanity!
1: the new they're they're tag team champs, right? Yeah,
2: that was the best thing where they. Used the rules perfectly where they attacked him before and then they started the match when technically Killian Dane had never been tagged in and never been officially in the match. And then Eric Young jumps up and takes a spot. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it's like I love things like that where that makes sense. Like, yeah. it's silly. And like ridiculous, but it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like,
0: like, yeah, it's like the theme. It's like the theme of every takeover. Like little things like that that are simple and make so much sense. Yeah. Uh-huh. So yeah, I, and I love. I love. Like, I think
2: this was Sandy. Sanity coming out party as well. I think because I mean, there's rumors that authors of pain are heading up too. Okay. Um,
1: They're just gonna take the ascension path.
2: Probably. I feel. Uh, they'll make a a bunch of money and eventually be in amazing um, backstage shorts with uh, Brazango. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Were they just grunting. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I, I mean, trying to figure out what they're saying. I, I mean,
2: th- that's probably the best part of SmackDown every week has been the, the fashion dope. police. So, I mean, it's the Ascension's doing all right. They're getting the mainstream that's true. That's true. attention. Because mm-hmm. I think, I'm pretty sure that that stuff got tweeted by uh, Kyle McLaughlin, who's in the actual Twin Peaks. Oh. He tweeted out the like fashion peak stuff, mm-hmm. so I mean that's getting some eyes. Nice. So, Ascension's not doing too bad. You're mm-hmm.
0: real on top of that comedy game. Oh, <laughs> man, that's you comedy know. stuff right there. I like how their pin board, their cork board has like, uh, you know, like like secret marquee, like uh, insider yeah. jokes and stuff like that.
2: And like like the specifically the fashion p- peak stuff, like specific Twin Peaks references, because I watch that too. Okay. So like
0: mm. they really they really went deep and. That's some next level stuff. Yeah, um, I I I was not this. I think you're right. Like I didn't really get, I didn't really understand sanity before this match. I I don't know if I still do, but they worked completely face during this match. So yeah. that's basically like they turned them. Like yeah. they should show mm-hmm. up basically as faces the next next time they record because they were basically turned. And I like that, although, like, I would have taken Wolf out of the match and probably kept Dane in there with me. Yeah. Like, I like, why doesn't anyone think about, think to use the rules like that? Like, yeah. they did. So that's a good point. And then, like, the table spot at the end, completely taking one of them out. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. I thought was really cool. And I mean, and Nikki Cross, like.
2: Oh, yeah? Being involved. Like, she wasn't, like, she was, I think that's was WWE, like, dabbling into, like, the intergender stuff uh, that, like, Lucha Underground has gone full in. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um mm-hmm. they're kind of dabbling to see see what people think about that stuff. Um
0: see if the world's ready for That's interesting. Um, I think the world is I don't think they're ready. I think the world is ready. Well,
2: yeah. I mean they I think they're afraid of the the PR nightmare of mm. man versus woman and if the But I mean honestly most of those time the women destroy <laughs> the right.
0: man. I know. Um but yeah. I thought uh, that was great. I was not ready I I understand uh, I understand Red Dragon and um, Adam Cole showing up so like put the belt on McIntyre. I was not ready for this to not be anything. I was still ready for like Bobby Rude Bobby Rude's NXT. Like I still kind of wanted that to happen. I think Bobby Roode is just like a perfect champion uh, in that. Spoiler for them. alert! Or
1: alert? Well, maybe not a spoiler. Just mm-hmm. rumor. Uh, before we came in to record, uh, I I looked at the Twitter stream. Yeah, he was spotted at SmackDown recording. Well, it's SmackDown today. Rude. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, oh, I don't know if it's going to be a glorious SmackDown today. Who knows? It might.
0: Um, I think he could have been their champ for like a whole another year. Rude, in my opinion. Like I thought he was just like a perfect champ for them. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Because he's like, he's kind of got that businessy like CEO type gimmick, and NXT is just like basically your like super indie crowd. So it's like a corporate guy in a non corporate kind of environment. <laughs> doing it do it being an, an, mm-hmm. a, an a-hole that's why i kind of liked how he fit into the nxt mesh um and nxt is just like the it's really the perfect blend of like it gives you that it's like the perfect blend of like everything that's really good from the indies and it like takes it up to like a high production value level of like it has the production from the wwe but then it has like really smart stuff that like the indies would do mm-hmm. um but i was i was not ready for him to drop the belt, He did but it makes sense if you're going to have like Adam Cole and this new faction now just like start whooping people's asses what would you name this faction this is a tw- this is a twitter question that was going around what both of you this is a question oh, for geez. both of you what would you name this faction uh, these three guys KOR, Fish and Cole if you had to name them mm. as a joke i said they should be called the solar eclipse but that was just for <laughs> <joke. laughs> the eclipse cuz they're just like Black and everybody, out. they're they're making everybody go black or blind. Jeez, so that would be my nice thing. You don't know. So I was I was trying one?
1: to think something along the lines of the red dragons, but and including um, mm-hmm.
0: Game of Thrones is popular now, so you could be something along the lines of dragons, maybe.
2: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, um, what's his name? O'Reilly and Fish are red dragons.
0: They're red, know? yeah, that's their ta- their or Ring of Honor tag Ring of team. Our, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: But, um, uh, yeah, I mean, I maybe throw in something about Ring of Honor would be good, but I don't know oh, if. Oh, well, I think would I told ever. you
0: the dishonored. Someone said someone oh. online said the dishonored would mm-hmm. be there. Yeah, because of Ring of Honor. That's yeah. not bad. A shot at that, I would. I would like that. Um, but yeah, it, to your point, Adam Cole actually didn't that happen with Owens? Like Owens got inserted right in the main event scene, like right when he, he did. In NXT. Yes. He did, yeah. But that doesn't That's always amazing. happen, yeah. So I mean,
2: they, and Owens was in NXT for like less than a year. Yeah, I think they're like this. This is the guy. Like we need to move him yeah, right yeah, away. Yeah.
0: That's how they f- maybe feel about Cole. Like even quicker, yeah. though. I He's
2: mean, saying. the Cole is a main eventer anywhere. Yeah, um, and I think it's nice. That's the great thing about NXT is like these people can come in, and you know that they can main event a WWE show. Um, but I mean, to get Vince behind you right away, it's almost impossible. I mean, AJ Styles came into the biggest. Uh, pop in the Royal Rumble and he's still he still is kind of mid card until right, right, until right. after mania they um, slow built
0: him yeah slow built yeah, him i mean still he
2: moved up quickly but like you st- to to have that trust going in it's rare yeah. so like someone at like NXT where you can come in and and right away be like yeah you're a big deal mm-hmm. um well, let, let's not you know, forget about Jinder, right? He made his comeback, and look Ooh. at where he is now. Mm. It took Jinder a year of losing to everyone. I think I beat Jinder once. <laughs> <laughs>
1: in <Yeah>. your sleep, <laughs> yeah. Actually
0: rolled over and pinned him. Yeah. I was uh, just trying funny.
1: to segue us into <laughs> SummerSlam. Here.
0: SummerSlam, yeah. So, NXT, it was like, not. My, I don't know if it was my favorite NXT TakeOver but like, as far as like every but match, it was NXT quality. Like, oh yeah, and every match was like at that really, really high level. There was never like a dip. So I would watch that whole thing if I were making recommendations for someone. I would say watch mm-hmm. that whole thing. It was fantastic. For SummerSlam, on the other hand, so Chris and I went to
2: Anthem,
0: Anthem Bar, Bar, Chicago. Mm-hmm. Do you want to explain this? And then we met our friends.
1: Um, yeah. So Anthem Bar, never been there, but I, I definitely I am a certified buddy. So I Same. listen to Come Marty card. and Sarah podcast. Uh, no, it's Marty and Sarah love wrestling, mm-hmm. um, and they had mentioned that they would do. They were gonna do a live podcast over there at Anthem, and then watch Summerslam afterwards. Um, we went to um, the elaborate entrance of Chat Diddy. Mm-hmm. Um, so right after that, we went over to Anthem. Yep. And uh, we once we got there, the well match was on. It was Sasha Banks was about to start, right?
0: Yeah, we got there at the start of the
1: Sasha Banks-Alexa Bliss Alexa match, match, which I
0: heard we didn't miss much, except I heard the only thing worth except really worth watching... was seven hours
1: of pre-show of some sort.
0: Yeah, the only thing I heard worth watching during the pre-show was the New Day versus Usos match. Um, and then... The main card had already started. Like, mm-hmm. Ru- like Randy Orton just beat Rusev. Oh no! Um, in a minute and um, 10, ten seconds. That made me sad. He he beat him that quickly? No, he didn't. Yeah. It was like a R- less Rusev, than a two minute match. Yeah, edge, right?
2: Rusev went in, destroyed him before the match, and then when the ref was like, ref was like, "Randy, can you can you go?" he's like, "Hold on, hold on, no one." And he's like, "Okay, go." And he just hit the RKO and pinned him. Oh, poor yeah. Rusev. man. It was. He mm-hmm. deserves so much better. Oh man, yeah,
1: Rusev, I. Rusev walked walked into Mania with a fucking what was it a tank yeah like yeah that was like
0: unbeatable Rusev he
2: he was undefeated at that point yeah he's and then,
0: he's the best when he's winning <laughs> Rusev
2: <laughs> no he's the best every time like you like I get excited for Rusev like yeah. that he's one um, who I didn't know before WWE at all mm-hmm. um, but he, he walks in I'm like. This is I'm I'm excited. Like yeah. he's a he's a bona fide superstar and he keeps losing. Right. But it sucks. One day.
0: Yeah. One day he'll get that that hopefully that WWE strap around his waist, which he deserves. Maybe move him to SmackDown. Is he on Smackdown? He isn't Smackdown. He, he is, is on yeah. SmackDown. Shit, that sucks. Like even there. That's a the land of opportunity. Maybe soon. Yeah. Um what stood out the most? Out of SummerSlam. So yeah, so we got there park, during park. The, the Banks. Did you watch a lot of it, Jeremy? I
2: watched it. I was also at a bar, so. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Which little, one? A little distracting. I was at Stadium in, uh, I think it's in Rolling Meadows officially.
0: Okay. Um, the Burbs.
2: It's it's like the opposite of the crowded anthem. Okay. Like it's a bunch of people that um, have, been, like, barely look at the internet. They watch Mondays and Tuesdays, okay. and then they watch peer reviews. Um, so it's really interesting. I, I like going there just because like, it's the fans that I don't ever interact with. Okay. Um, so see, cool to see who's over. Roman's over.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you right <laughs> now,
2: like there was like three people booing him in the, the place I was. Like everyone else loves Roman. I think that, that was
0: the opposite at Anthem.
2: Yeah. See? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. um, so I understand why they keep pushing him. Like <laughs> they're... The people that might stop watching love Roman, so you push Roman to the top and make sure everyone keeps watching. That's a good point. Interesting. It's, we're gonna watch no matter what.
0: Right. Yeah. It's it's a, it's a disease. It is. It's like we're just like punishing ourselves. We love to punish ourselves. Um, but I, I mean, I think Bliss and Sasha was okay, but like a lot of it, honestly, to me that I saw was just like I don't want to say the word forgettable, but like passable. I think you said it was just a it was a raw. It felt it felt like it felt like some of the matches felt like they could be just on like on battleground or like mm-hmm. extreme rules or something like that. Like if I were if I had limited time, I would say only go watch Seth and Dean versus Sheamus and Cesaro. Yeah, yeah. that was a good match because Cesaro popped the beat the beach yeah. ball. R.I.P. Yep. Beach ball. That you, I mean, obviously you know that had to be just like something he thought of, but it was it was just oh man, like the spontaneousness of that. It was fantastic. It it was
2: like an indie show. Yeah, exactly. Like Uh to actually go out and interact with the crowd. Because I think WWE, they kind of lose a little bit because they perform for the camera. Right. But he didn't care about the camera there. He's like, no, no, I'm wrestling here.
1: What I found interesting was that the camera ended up catching him go after the beach ball, right? Mm -hmm. Like, not for for very long, but the camera actually followed him. Usually they'll steer away from that. That's very true. So that's what caught my
0: eye. Yeah. Interesting. I call it an audible. Yeah, in the in the in the trailer. Good job, um, Kevin. Dunn. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's something he probably isn't here very often. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that match I thought was really good, um, and then the main event. The I main event say, was like, great. I love it. If that. you have to watch two matches on the Summertime card, I would go watch that. Actually, Jinder Jinder and Nakamura had shout out to the crowd. Obviously, it's Brooklyn, but the crowd like made that made both champ. Heavyweight championship matches like feel really good, special. Mm-hmm. But then as far as like delivery, the fatal four way like took that energy and just catapulted it into like a whole nother realm of Braun Strowman just coming out as like this absolute monster. He we knew he was a monster, but this was like you saw you said uh, Tommy and well Tommy and uh who else did you say? Someone else like kind of like uh, Andrade almost, see, i'm Andrade ACM almost. Like yeah. got back on track. I guess Braun Strowman was already on the track, but yeah. this like This pushed his cart so forward on the track. like People were like, in the middle of this match, people were like, okay, I want Braun to win. Like, Braun has to win now because he was doing so well. What do you think about this Fatal 4-Way? I thought it was fantastic.
2: I mean, to think that Braun just over a year ago is when he started doing the squash matches. Right. So in just over a year, like, he's someone they built perfectly. Very true. They did it slow to have him beat. James Ellsworth, who James Ellsworth made a career out of that, yep, which is yep. pretty amazing. That's cool. Um, to being two jobbers, to being three jobbers, to they went on to Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's kind of built in Kalisto with a dumpster match. Ooh, yeah. Um, so they really built him up. But then I think this was like, yeah, he's a certified main eventer. Like, and he's a baby face. Right. I don't care what anyone says. Like, <laughs> that man is the biggest baby face ever. Yeah. Um, release right now uh, mm-hmm. because his music hits and everyone roars with him like it's true it mm-hmm. is Very true it is key um but yeah I don't think anyone looked bad in that match i i I'm, I'm kinda I kind of want Samoa Joe to kind of branch out from just the the choke I think he's he's capable of so much more. I think they're really just pushing it. he's just gonna choke, you, choke out. you out. Right. But he can do so much more. I thought he was
0: him. like kind of getting shit on during that match. I never felt like he had if I have like one complaint about it, I love that match by the way, but if I had one complaint about it, I never thought there was a time where he looked like super strong just because Braun was just like throwing chairs at people and shit. Yeah. Like Braun almost Braun looked really strong, but if i were to take like maybe shave off like five ounce five percent of that and give it to joe i would because i thought joe was just kind of the the punching bag for a lot of that stuff um and like yeah i think i think maybe it would maybe it'd be it'd be great if joe just started went down to the mid card a little bit and just started like really beating the shit out of people with other things than a choke like i don't know if he's doing the muscle buster is he? I don't know I don't think he has in a while.
2: But right. I, it might be that they're afraid of him paralyzing someone right, like he kind of took out Tyson Kidd. Um and yep. I, I it was I don't think it was necessarily an unsafe move. I mean they're still letting Styles the styles clash. Yep. So um but yeah, like
0: he hasn't hit that in a while.
2: They're really just pushing the the cooking clutch. Yeah, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't know where he goes from here, but I was I was gonna say like if like, I feel like he could have looked stronger in that match that's like a sm- very small complaint but I loved the double tables I loved the flip of the table um, Roman like I said everyone loved Roman getting his ass kicked mostly in that match which is I was great.
1: heavily invested in Roman in this match yeah which we'll get into <laughs> Roman took the pin
0: too which yeah. I thought was interesting yeah um well that's actually better for Joe but. Just it was a, just this is a slobber knocker of a match, like slugfest for behemoths going at it. Um, this is why we. This is I guess why we kind of stick around for SummerSlams, even though most of it's not great. Like, have you have you guys watched uh, any any Raw clips or Raw? Did you watch Raw? Live? I watched
2: most of Raw. Okay. Um, I didn't see the main event, um, but I did see Joe might look kind of weak on the the main event or like the matches. Yeah, but he makes up for it in his promos. Like the next day, like when he turned to Roman, at one point he turned, they were in the, all the ring together. He turned to Roman, just right to his face, like, you know, one on one, I got you. Like, mm-hmm. and to go to the big dog yeah. and just go right into his face. And like, everyone believed it. Like, yeah, yeah, he does. Roman's never <laughs> beat him one on one. Yep. Um. So, I, I mean, I think th- that's where Joe really shines. Okay. Because um, I just think back when Joe did that whisper promo. To oh, Paul him: Oh my gosh. I was like, yeah. this is the this most is compelling what thing. Do to you. Yeah, like, yeah. I was like, oh man.
1: So, He's the like, reason I brought up Raw yeah. was because um, one other thing that stuck out to me is like these guys just went through like a, a battle. Like, Lesnar just, you know, got a table on him and yeah. went through two tables or whatever. Nobody had any, like, you know, wrapped up body part. Mm. That's and a good point. Like, like, back in the Attitude Era, like, you would see them all taped up. And, yeah. Um, it was the day after. Right. So that's what I... I yeah.
2: I mean, uh, the noticed. doctors have gotten a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> um, You know, didn't someone ask us at the Chad Deity play, an older lady asked us why she never sees, like, bruises on guys. Yeah. And I'm like, I guess it's makeup. I don't know, but that's a good point. Like you never see like a gi- like they're taking bumps on a mat. How come you never see like a giant welt on someone's side of just like oh you'll see them, but very far through. and few between. Yeah. Well, I don't. Ever, I don't re- ever remember yeah, seeing mean, like because like, normally
1: you well you see. I remember a couple matches. Uh, who was it? Was it Hero or one of those? Well, in the match, like their thighs, like sometimes they they hit something wrong and it gets. Uh. Bruised up, but you hmm. don't see that often. Like and yeah, like they're taking bumps all the time. Like yeah. and, and the
0: lady was like, "Why don't they have bruises?" I a good, I didn't know how to answer it. All I could say was yeah. maybe makeup. I was trying to protect the business. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I should. I didn't protect the business. Yeah. I should have. No,
2: they're they're superheroes. They they their bodies aren't the same as us mortals.
0: It's very true. It doesn't yeah. seem like no. it. The way that the the lifestyle that they live. So announced at No Mercy, Brock Lesnar versus Braun Strowman. I think Braun Strowman gets the comeuppance. I don't want to like fantasy book like a like a mm-hmm. uh, like a smart here, but I think that it makes sense just because like like you said, the momentum is just so fast and furious with Braun right now, and I love that main event. So I think we can move on from there. Does anyone have any closing statements on the 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 biggest show of the summer? I think um, I
1: think it was good. I enjoyed myself. I liked the food As and always. anthem. I enjoyed the beer. And also, uh, Marty and Sarah were super friendly, like always.
0: Uh, yeah, they're they're fantastic. They're, their podcast is completely different. Like, we strive mm-hmm. to be different. It's very different. And they're very nice people. And they Shout hooked up them.
1: Charlie with an Okada book.
0: I got an Okada book so next to my Chad Deity dollar. I posted <laughs> a picture of that on Twitter. Who's right. the real Rainmaker? Chad Deity does a Rainmaker clothesline. You'll see that. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But people don't kick out of it. <laughs> right. Oh, oh. <laughs> protect the finish. Protect the finish. Okay. All right. So, dessert. Right. Guilty pleasures. Guilty pleasure. Let's go into fancy wrestling really quick, and then we're going to one that Jeremy brought up. um Only because the main event, Chris was cheering for Roman because yes. Chris has Roman on his fancy wrestling team. Our season <laughs> just <laughs> ended. I was the current champion. Our season just ended. The. Main event. There was there was championship implications in this main event. That's probably what made the main event like even better for me. Yeah, I was in a distant third, so I didn't. I thought I had a chance just because like you get points for breaking tables, and I got points for Braun's stretcher. You oh Put wow. Brock in a stretcher. I got fancy points for that. You had bra- uh, Braun. I, I had brawn. Mm-hmm. I thought I, I was in like a distant third. I didn't really have a chance. The real race was between Chris, the Psycho Killers, named after Champa, and. Uh, our friend from Wrestling with Unicorns, Martin. I don't. Know, his his team's like the Unicorn Army. I think the Unicorn Army. Yeah, his team is actually fucking stacked. He drafted really, really well, or we let him draft really well because we didn't pick up enough good people. But into the main event, Martin was up by forty seven points. And you, mm-hmm. to, if you take the Universal Title off someone, you get fifty five points. And then there's like a bunch of other points you can kind of get during the match. Martine had Brock, Lesnar, and Joe. Yeah. And oh wow! Chris had Reigns. I had Reigns. Mm-hmm. So Chris is, like, cheering for Reigns the whole time. <laughs> it was fantastic. <laughs> like, one of the few people in the bar cheering for Reigns. Um, Should have gone out to Rolling Meadows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was <Okay>. over. <laughs> Roman Meadows. Yo! Oh, damn. damn. Roman <laughs> Meadows, Illinois. Okay. So unfortunately Brock Lesnar ended up winning. congratulations to Martine from wrestling with unicorns who is our new two heels on a face drop the belt.com fantasy wrestling league champion that was a mouthful yeah so I have to get we have an intercontinental white a white leather strap belt that we all pitched in for that's the that's the prize nice so I got a hand I'll probably give it to him at AEW on August 31st. Chris, man. It, it was, was so, so close. What? It was so, so close. close. Dude, what are your comments
1: on the season, man? Um, I mean, I thought I thought I, I was going to be able to squeeze one through and, mm-hmm. you know, get get the upper hand. But like you said, I think Martin, I don't know if it was a strategy or, you know, first-time luck, you know, draw. But um, he picked up a valuable 205 guys that kept getting a lot of wins. And mm-hmm. I think Neville was on his team, so he had the title for a while. Um, that helped him a lot. He had Tozawa. Um, Tozawa.
0: So uh, that belt going back and forth
1: twice, that's... Mm -hmm. That's double points right there. Yeah, Um, Yeah. so, I mean, I think, well, there's always a next season. There's
0: going to be a next season. I think dropthebelt.com should nerf the 205 guys a little bit because they are... That's a strategy. Like, Mm -hmm. I made sure at least I had one of them. Like, I had Mustafa Ali in my team. But 205 guys get points for Raw and... Two hundred five live. Yeah, it's a lot of points going around in that in that fantasy wrestling for cruiserweights. If you find the right, obviously Neville is the right one, but if you find like another one like Tozawa. which, which
1: that's interesting, right? And maybe it'll, it gets too complicated because they have the main roster in two hundred five, but they don't take in NXT wrestlers into consideration for points and stuff. So
0: yeah, that's true.
1: Um, I'm like, all right, whatever. But you know, there's there's always next season if you want to join. Maybe
0: because that's like pre-tape stuff. Oh, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like someone could sense. figure out what happens, and then like they're in the fan- they're in the fantasy league, and then they're like, yeah, then the know.
1: yeah the time, and yeah, yeah. So
0: I had a one I had a one season title reign. I'm happy, got their place yeah. again. But yeah, I, I think so we're gonna, gonna do it is again. What the
1: fourth champ?
0: The fourth champ, mm-hmm. the fourth champ. So um, we had only had ten people. Well, we had eight people in our league, uh, and we can usually do a league with ten. So maybe mm-hmm. we'll add a couple more. So if you're interested, Jeremy or anyone else listening. Let us know. Dropthebelt.com yeah. fantasy wrestling. It's a lot of fun. And Chris will continue climbing. Continue reaching for that brass ring, Christopher. Yeah. 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 Not Christopher, <laughs> but yes. <laughs> Christian. Uh, All right. Well, the money's in the chase, bro. The money's in the chase. Ooh, okay. Dessert. We're gonna we're gonna eat a little ice cream here. Jeremy. Ooh, Jeremy brought is, some dessert to the table, uh, the buffet table. This
2: is the most savory or not savory sweet of the ice cream. Is it out too there. sweet?
0: It is too sweet okay um explain to us what you get what we have on this whiteboard here. Turn okay it. so
2: uh, th- when i was told that dessert is guilty pleasures I, the only thing Correct. i can think of that is wrestling related was kenny king this year on the bachelorette okay um i'm sure your viewers are huge bachelorette fans i that's our niche <laughs> I, I did i did speaking of fantasy wrestling i did fantasy bachelorette
0: yeah oh, this okay. that's a thing my I, mom does that yeah yeah <laughs> no joke oh yeah there's fantasy so, dancing with the stars too yeah that's a side oh really yeah mm-hmm.
2: the, speaking of that i think nikki bell is reported for next season of dancing with the stars
0: nikki not brie i think it's nikki okay
2: i think brie is raising a child so i don't think she's uh, yes she's, uh, she's, that's she's, a she's thing. doing that uh-huh. but kenny king was the star this year he didn't win and i don't i don't know if anyone thought he'd actually win um but he was the biggest face of them all. He had the big confrontation against. There's a guy named Lee, huge racist. Oh, um, that's not cool. From Nashville, um, <laughs> but but Kenny was like the star, and just to highlight his relationship with his daughter was amazing. So
0: that's a huge baby face move. Yeah, <laughs>
2: and like because his daughter and his daughter is a star now too. I, I'm. Surprised if Ringo doesn't start bringing her along <laughs> to to him into the ring, because I mean sh- her poise, like she she's ready she's ready for the spotlight. Yeah. Um, but I just have to say if you haven't if you didn't watch the season of the Bachelorette, there's a lot of dumb stuff. I mean it's the Bachelorette, right? It's, it's not high quality TV, but I mean if you like wrestling, right? It it the 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 storytelling is very
0: similar. Did they um, did they announce him as like a every time you saw his name was like professional wrestler professional
2: wrestler <laughs> oh, okay absolutely um he did lose a mud wrestling match which I thought was breaking Oof. breaking a little kayfabe there
0: that's a word. I think
2: he let him win yeah um yeah. but I <laughs> mean overall I thought he looked fantastic so if you if you just check out his clips I think hopefully this leads to Ring of Honor really really push him because I've always been a fan of Kenny King ever okay. since his like tough enough days okay. Um, and speaking of Kenny King, these are for the the deep searches on the network. If you watch the Legends House, uh huh, where they (laughs) go deep cut, yeah, when they when they go and are Chippendales dancers for a night. Oh, geez, Kenny King is one of the Chippendales dancers. Really? So he is on the WWE network too. So. (laughs) He's he's really been everywhere. Say.
0: Legend, I mean, Legend House was good like right at the beginning of the network. I think that
2: was when, the only show. It was, it was one of the
0: only ones. Yeah, yeah. isn't that where like Roddy? Roddy, P- Roddy Piper's like going through some issues on that, right? Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Why? Well, yeah. I mean, he's just or being he Roddy was. Piper, mm-hmm. and that uh, he's R.I.P. no one's
0: ever seen Roddy Piper outside of character. So that's true, it was I guess. it was, mm-hmm. was kind of weird,
2: but that's where him and Hacksaw Jim Duggan became friends. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: Hacksaw was on that. Yeah, Hacksaw Whoa. Tony Atlas. Uh, mean Gene was there. Yeah, Pat Patterson, Howard Finkel. Yeah. What, what do you think about more? Do you, should they put more stuff like that on that What about like a WWE Big Brother on the network? Oh, that you found my other guilty pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> You're a Big Big Brother fan. Oh man, oh man. <laughs> Where Vince Vince is watching. He Vince oh. is always watching. So that, I, instead of that, uh, I can't think of her name. What's who's the uh, the Asian lady that they cut to? Trisha? Julie Chen. Julie Chen.
2: Trisha. That was a little
0: yeah I, <laughs> I was thinking of something else um stop that okay we just yes okay yeah what if like they cut the vents that would be amazing
2: <laughs> oh my now now my brain's running <laughs>
0: like. and like they use a bunch of guys who don't have a lot to do like, yeah or you know like a bunch of guys who never really wrestle on raw or whatever, just, just on the roster put the injured rostered in there
2: Ooh,
1: over injured Oh, they injured. Yeah. The house. They automatically but go to the, the house.
2: This year on Big Brother, there's someone with a broken foot. <laughs> She's she broke her foot at the beginning of the game. Oh,
0: and she she, did, she, she in a wheelchair? No, she has like a little scooter thing. Mm. Mm. Yeah, scooter thing. It's interesting.
2: So, you guys ever started a Big Brother podcast? Uh, you got your first. Is, guess. Uh, <laughs> is
0: there is there some? I'm sure there's Big Brother podcasts out there. Right? Ah, probably. I I can't. Wrestling takes too much of my life. Right. <laughs> I can't.
2: It, I can't get involved in anything else.
0: You know what's funny though? Like I used to. It was pretty hypocritical of me to like wrestling and then like I used to hate on like I would I would like make fun of I was like, Oh you're watching The Bachelor again, like isn't it the same shit over and over? It's just like look at yourself in the mirror, Charlie. Are you watching yeah. SummerSlam again? Isn't yeah. this the same <laughs> yeah. shit over and over? Yeah. Yeah, I guess it is. So yeah. like you can't hate on trash T V, not saying that you do, but like a wrestling fan can't hate on trash T V when we watch it's the same it's similar. Sure. Like I mean, you know that shit's scripted. Yeah, absolutely. They don't come out and say it is like wrestling does, but well Total Bellas is not scripted, right? <laughs> 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 They're just protecting the business a little bit harder. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, you like what you like. So if you hate that stuff, you can hate that stuff. Yeah. Just uh, just don't tweet about it. Yeah. There's there's mm-hmm. enough hate on Twitter.
0: That's true. That's true. We don't. We're not. We're a positive podcast. Yeah. We're a positive cast. <laughs> this is a positive cast.
2: Dang. Trademark that.
0: I'm on fire today. Yeah. <laughs> wow. All right. And then anything else that you want to close the show out with? I don't know. Uh, We've been going for a while, probably. Right. I don't know.
1: Uh, we're at a minute and twenty. A minute and twenty. <laughs> hour and twenty. Hour Dang. twenty. That's a that's a good
0: length. Yeah. Uh, do you have the but floor. It was, it was good content. I think so. You have the floor, Jeremy. Anything you wanted to talk about? Uh, wrestling related?
2: No. Well, no. I guess I'm gonna plug something. Go for please. It. Uh,
0: not my Twitter or my Instagram because
2: there's nothing there. Um, but if you ever want to watch some comedy wrestling, you gotta search deep. If you go on uh. Uh, Smart Mark Video, okay. and order a TTW show. What's that sign for? Totally Tool Wrestling. Tool? Yep. Okay. It, it was a complete mockery of wrestling to the best degree from, like, I want to say it was, like, middle 2000s. Um, on this show, there's one match where God especially special guest referee. <laughs> um, there's a match where a referee is literally blind. Like, <laughs> oh <my> goodness. <laughs> there's a match where there's a three-man battle royal. <laughs> I think it was, uh, I, I, I know at least Rhino and Zach Gowan were in it. Um, And at one point, Zach Gowan got thrown out of the ring, but his leg stayed in the middle of the ring, so he was not eliminated because both, both legs didn't, to both didn't touch the floor. So, Holy like, shit. it's stuff like that. Rhino I mean, was in it? Rhino, yeah, Rhino was in it. Um, I think they did one right before an AEW show back in the day. Was but it local? Was it based here? Yeah. Okay. They only did three shows. Uh-huh. Um, I think it was run by Joey Eastman, which I don't even think he's still in wrestling anymore. That sounds familiar. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So maybe maybe through this podcast he'll reach out. I don't know, but he he did. T-T-W Yeah was. It was a show They did like one a year for three years Did you go to any of them? I went
0: to two of them There was
2: one The first one I didn't go to is in like some backyard or something It was like backyard wrestling Chris Hero was on the first show Oh wow Yeah Damn this sounds like Bizarro World Yeah I mean, I'll have to lo- I have the DVDs. I'll mm-hmm. loan you guys the DVDs. Okay. But everyone out there, I can't loan you all my <laughs> yeah. DVDs. Go out and buy it. Yeah. Um, Support yeah. TTW. Yeah. On the comeback. <laughs> yeah. Hey, who knows? Who knows? I mean, network might need some shows.
0: Right. Maybe. Oh, look. <laughs> yeah. That is some that deep worked. cuts. That's yeah. fantastic. I think on that note, are you sure? Do you want to plug? You don't want to plug in any, any of your stuff? Twitter. Exciting? Uh You mean Could you can follow can.
2: me. On Twitter, I think I tweet like once every um, three months. All right, but sometimes they're good. Uh, right. Consistency at Jeremy Zaha, Z a u c h a. I got that. On, I got that early. <laughs> there's a, really, there's no- really stake sta- my claim on that <laughs> we, one. We there's w- <laughs> there's one other Jeremy Zaha in the world. Really, um, yeah, and he he. he- too slow.
0: <laughs> Too slow. I got. We look at his Twitter. It's it's the real Jeremy Zaha. <laughs> he is older than me. Okay. He works he works at
2: Comcast in Pennsylvania. So shout out to the other Jeremy Zaha. <laughs> well. But I got it.
0: Nice. Awesome. Yeah. All right. You can talk to Jeremy there and comment on this episode and um, you know, join the conversation. Yep. Join the
1: conversation if you want to go to. AEW's August 31st show with Cody Rhodes.
0: Because the tickets are sold out. But if you want to go.
1: Right. We have a ticket available. All you have to do is leave us a review on iTunes or SoundCloud with the hashtag PushPaco.
0: Hashtag PushPaco.
1: Why may you ask PushPaco? Because Paco is sober in our hearts. Because Paco
0: deserves it. He's good. He's good. (laughs) Paco
1: Gonzalez. Right. Um... Other than that, um, are there any other upcoming shows that we're, we're going to or anything?
0: AW personal? Pro, 30, August 31st, Black Label Pro, 923, is it? Oh, you're going to that? We're going I'm to that. I think
2: I want to go to that. It's go kind of far, it. though.
0: You can ride with, well, ride with us. You Ooh. can ride with us. You can ride with us. You'll be in Chicago. Come to me, and then we'll go to Chris. Nice. And then we'll, and then we'll go to Indiana.
2: Very cool. Yeah, yeah. Ke- yeah, Keith Lee is going to be on there, right?
0: Keith Lee's on there. Keith Tom Lawler the versus best. Matt Riddle, two former UFC guys. Yeah, that's going to be good. that's going to be really that's going to be really out there. Sponsored by Domino's, right? <laughs> really, <laughs> Domino's Domino's of Northwest Indiana. Yeah. Wow, that's maybe there'll be some some pizzas there. Free pizza, hopefully. Hashtag free pizza. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
1: Uh, other than that, you can find us at Two Heels in a Face. That's number two Heels in the Face on Twitter. Uh, Facebook's Two Heels and a Face, com. If you want to shoot us an email, that's info at twoheelsandaface.com. Dot com. Dot com. Um, if you just want to bypass all that and talk to Charlie on Twitter, he's at Chuck underscore, col- underscore Colorado, right? Yes, I am. And if you want to talk to me, it's uh, at Compadre Chris. Yeah. All right. Thanks. Thanks.